welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to Wine Road 103. Today we have our guest, Carissa Cruz, President of the Sonoma County Wine Growers, and also a partner with the Wine Road Podcast. Yes, welcome great to back. be here. Carissa. Yay. I know, very exciting. You always light up the studio. I, well, thank you. <laughs> My little glow following me around. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> So I'm super excited because at the, um, I think it's your annual meeting for the wine growers, you talked about a new uh, initiative. I don't know, I, that's what you would call it really, about climate. Yes. So that was so overwhelming. I, <laughs> I'd like to hear you explain that one more time to our listeners and just what it is that's happening. Sure, I'll do my best. It's a whole new language for mm-hmm. me as well, because I'm not a scientist, uh, but I'm starting to understand a little bit more the dynamics. So uh, earlier this year, we launched uh, the first ever climate Adaptation Certification, which is a little bit of a mouthful, but it's a first for agriculture, and we're actually piloting it here in Sonoma County in our vineyards. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a new partnership with the California Land Stewardship Institute. Uh, They have programs like Fish Family Farming, which have been at the core of our sustainability program for a number of years. Uh, But they came to us about a year and a half ago and said, you know, as a kind of a foundation work that you've done in sustainability really sets our local grape growers up to start thinking more about climate and the role they can play and agriculture plays in climate adaptation and mitigation. So they brought us this program. It's um, a set of practices and a whole analysis of their entire ranch, not just vineyards. But so if you have a 25-acre property and five acres planted to grapes, it's what are you doing practices on those five acres of grapes, but also those other acres Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. non-planted land. And the practices look at all the ways that you can um, are actually releasing greenhouse gas, so the emissions part, but then also the carbon sequestration. And so we're learning a lot, and it goes way beyond CO2, mm-hmm. um, and also looks at, this is the tongue twister of the word, nitrous oxide, which is actually about 298 times more potent than CO2. Isn't that what we get at the dentist? And right? It's sort of like, that's what makes you laugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, cue loud giggles, right? Um, yeah, so what, we, what we're learning in, in farming is that sometimes something as simple as timing your fertilization and your irrigation, depending on soil type and climate, can actually uh, inadvertently release nitrous oxide. How so you're not just sequestering carbon. So there's a lot of really complicated components to this, but simply um, what we've come, we're coming to understand is that, you know, it really is a customized local solution we need to kind of do our part for climate adaptation. And Agriculture plays a a pretty big role in terms of the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, In the state, it's only accountable for about 8% of the uh, greenhouse gas emissions. So it's quite low. But when you think about our urban residents around the county and the state, they're not going to really be able to play a large role in reduction unless they do it through their transportation means. And so climate adaptation is really meaning looking forward and doing things now to mitigate as things change, as our world changes and for whatever place it goes that you are in the mix and being able to respond. Yeah, and what's been really fun is this whole spring, really starting in February, 
Um, we started working. We have about 17 vineyards around the county that were selected, well, one on interest of the farmer, which right. was great, yeah. um, voluntarily, of course. Mm-hmm. And then also based on different uh, climates and different soil types. So we really get a good understanding since we have such diversity of soil and climate mm-hmm. here in Sonoma County, one of our blessings. That's what we talked right. about. That's a big bonus, right? It's yeah. a big <laughs> bonus, right? So, But with that comes more complicated where mm-hmm. one, like no one size fits all. So in very terms individualized of, prescription almost. We're learning it almost has to be a customized plan because wow. what you can do on five acres, hillside with really, um, you know, soil that um, really retains moisture might be very different than what you can do on a hundred acre parcel with, you know, different soil types and different climate. And so, yeah, we're we're playing out these different scenarios. So each farmer that is part of this um, certification program, this pilot, we've done an assessment. Well, I say we, the California Land Stewardship (laughs) Institute, the experts. Well, you're overseeing it. Uh, Right. So I've been there. I've seen it. uh, But the scientists have done an assessment with a grower, understood kind of all of their practices, and then have selected with the farmer two different scenarios to really track over time of different practices to understand what can make the biggest impact. So what does impact mean? Either a lowering of the greenhouse gas emissions or ability to sequester more carbon. So it could be one of the two giving you a net mm-hmm. positive for the environment at the end of the day, positive for climate. And so um, it's been really, you know, we're kind of at the, you know, the spring I said we, we launched it with the different pilots. Over the next year, we'll really be monitoring those practices through the certification process and then have that whole set of practices and understanding that we can share with the farmers around the county and even beyond. So you have a whole knowledge base. We'll have a knowledge. It's actually going to be a, a, a database that's overseen by um, USDA wow. and California Department of Food and Agriculture. So they're kind of our, I want to say, data partners in all of this. It's been really interesting. We met with uh, Secretary of Agriculture, Karen Ross, uh, back in November to kind of partner on this program mm-hmm. uh, with us, which is you know great since they have a Healthy Soils Initiative statewide for mm-hmm. our farmers. So it kind of ladders into what the statewide program is doing and also into the federal sort of climate goals. Um, and so our farmers are, you know, really being forward thinking again. And I think this really comes off of their years of sort of both philosophy and best management practice adoption under mm-hmm. sustainability. So it gave us that groundwork to then really say, well, what's next and how can we really refine our practices and do more for the climate and have, you know, and play a role as, as farmers. So in theory, you have collect all these data points then they can run models yes. depending on is it warmer, is it cooler for particular climate conditions and then project out that model. That is of what absolutely to do. right. Oh. That is a fantastic. I am I'm going to just no, steal that. Sorry. Can I, I'm taking that on the road with me. No, that is absolutely right. And so that way, that's why we pick such a diversity of original launch partners to be able to do that modeling. And then even beyond the California Land Stewardship uh, Institute doesn't just work with grape growers. They work with other farmers around the state. And so they can even take that model and apply it to other crops. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what amazing. I was wondering if there's other other big, you know, farming groups that yeah, are doing the same so, thing. So not yet. Uh, we were, we're sort of the exclusive launch partner here mm-hmm. in Sonoma County, um, at least for the next year. Right. Well, we really help refine the data, create the model. And then, you know, I think after that, probably will roll out to more vineyards, mm-hmm. you know, a different wine regions, but then also looking at the other crops that can mm-hmm. be a part of it. And it just becomes stronger and stronger because those data points are slightly different from each area and it creates a, a probably much much stronger A robust base. model. Yeah, absolutely. incredible. And, it, and it's been fun because a couple of the farmers we're working with even in Sonoma County you know, a lot of our grape growers don't just have grapes. Some right. of them also have dairy. Some right. of them have apples. And mm-hmm. so when you look holistically at the entire farm, 
and start by a farm plan, mm-hmm. or not just a vineyard plan, mm-hmm. some of that gets incorporated. So we're already getting a little bit of that learning, just given the diversity right. here in Sonoma County alone. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, mean, I know. Uh, I, I feel like I'm like a climate geek now yeah. all of a sudden. And is this a model that is just here in Sonoma? Is it happening other places? It's, Do we know? Or? It's just starting here cool. based on, on this you know particular program. And we've, you know, our, she, I'll say she, Laurel Marcus, who's the executive director of the California Land Stewardship Institute, you know, she vetted about 300 different pieces of science and studies to kind of direct her towards and her board towards creating this climate adaptation certification. In the research, we really didn't find another program like it in the world yet, wow. not to say that that won't happen. So sure. so all of this learning, which is so great, we get to actually you know, capture here, share it here first, be early adopters in it, and then help spread the word, which is you know, I think such a benefit of anything you do on your farm that's around sustainability and climate, it's instead of being competitive, it's really about collaboration, collaboration. and sharing. Absolutely. It makes you a better farmer. It makes you a better community mm-hmm. member, a better citizen. And so I think that's so fun. And then the marketing side, so I will geek out on marketing <laughs> in us, is uh, that we can do some really cool things with the data because it's really hard, right? We've talked about sustainability, and I've spoken with you ladies right. about sustainability before, and it's like, oh, it's 140 best management practices, and it's all these things you do. And if you're sitting at home just sipping a bottle of, you know, glass of wine, bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll just say bottle because yeah, well, we I, I think, I think yeah. you're We're going to sit at home with you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So, you know, you got your bottle of wine open. You're, right. you're sipping your sipping. glass of wine. You're not really you, – you're like, I, I get sustainability in the sense that I want to support it. I believe it's in positive, it. It's positive, right. It's positive, but I'm not really sure exactly all those things. you got to bring it means. down to the personal. So What's how, it mean yeah, to me? So, what is it, so what's going to be fun for us, our goal, I should say, with this climate adaptation certification, having data on what you're doing to lower your carbon footprint, is that we're actually going to be able to relate that back into sort of something consumer-friendly like – hey, if you drink a bottle of Sonoma County wine, you're actually offsetting your carbon footprint from driving from <laughs> San Francisco go. to Sonoma County. So you should drive up here and at Get least consume, wine. you know, a couple bottles of wine, mm-hmm. offset your carbon footprint, take some home with you. So right. so I think we'll be able to actually put it into really consumer-friendly, you know, terms that you can actually visualize yeah. in terms of the difference we're making. Because there's kind of a lot of mystery behind that word. It like is, people say the word and you're not quite sure what does it really mean, but creating a scenario in a way I can understand how does that relate, that's just, that's perfect. I think perfect. it's going to be so fun. And, and and what we're thinking too, I mean, we hear, so it's like, why climate and why is this, what we're tackling kind of next as grape growers is, you know, you hear, I mean, you can't escape it, right? I mean, it's like it's you open everywhere. up Facebook, you turn on the it's news, yeah. any article. And then, you know, everyone talks about it so global, you know, it's global climate. And then you're, and then I think that becomes really daunting for folks because all of a sudden you're like, well, what, what can, can I, I do? do? Right. What am I going to do in my own home? What am I going to do right. in my own community? And so I think for us. It seems insurmountable yes, when you yes. say global. But when you say backyard, uh, backyard. then you can get it. you got to yes. start exponentially I totally small. totally agree. So we're yeah. excited that our farmers can say, okay, this is what I can do on this piece of land that right. I am a steward of, and this is the role that as farmers we can play. And I think really approaching it as a customized local solution mm-hmm. that then can be expanded. So everyone can have their own customized local right. solution, where, which, again, is dependent on where you're at and, you know, the different levers. And no no two farmers are going to be able to do the same thing. So mm-hmm. it's even, you know, with sustainability, we sort of directed everyone towards a set of best management practices and said, okay, here's kind of the roadmap. Well, with climate adaptation certification – one farmer might be able to do very little in impact, and that's just the 
given of their land and their climate mm-hmm. and their, you know, keep, mm-hmm. you know, what they can, um, what they can lever and what practices they can use. And another farmer might be able to like almost over contribute mm-hmm. in a sense. Right. And then you roll it all up into what does that look like then for Sonoma County's impact and opportunity to, you know, mitigate and adapt. First questions are around understanding, you know, especially in the vineyards, when was it originally planted? What have you done to the soil over the past, say, 10 years, if the vineyard's 10 years old? What amendments did you do? How did you rip it? You know, what's your irrigation practices? What time of year do you tend to irrigate, fertilize? You know, what are all those practices? And then you actually go out with Laurel Marcus and her team from the Mm -hmm. California Land Stewardship Institute and walk the property. And you're like, oh, well, look, there's a whole, you know, opportunity there to plant a hedgerow or redwood trees. And let's, that would sequester more carbon. Or what have you done? Let's do conservation tillage. Is there a reason you till every every row? Or could we actually have you till every other row? Mm-hmm. And would that, so then you're, you know, sequestering more carbon. But it really depends on, sometimes you, you, when you don't till, then you're actually using more water. So, you know, all these dynamics play out. I mean, I think sometimes people um, underestimate how many decisions you actually get to make was, as a farmer, right? I was right? just going to say, as just as a layperson at home or listening, thinking, oh, my God, there's so much more goes into the wine than you grow the grape, you harvest yes. the grape, you put it in the bottle. There's like, as you say, decisions on pond decisions. And I always love walking a vineyard. You learn so much. So much. You see so much. And even... T- you kind of really understand how terroir affects wine. For our farmers who, so many of them are, you know, multi-generational family farmers and the vineyard or the farm has been passed down from parents and grandparents. And so I think when that happens, you're, you know, you're really learning what the history of the mm-hmm. land and what those practices were. So I th- programs like sustainability and the climate adaptation certification then really help you be forward thinking in terms of how do you take the best of, you know, what you learned about, you know, being a steward of the land from your family and that kind of heritage and then combine it with some sometimes very simple things that can make a huge difference mm-hmm. in terms of doing good for the planet and doing good, you know, for the land. And so it's kind of that nice balance of like old versus new and legacy versus innovation mm-hmm. that we kind of get to to look at as farmers. And I think they're always, you know, probably way more progressive business thinkers than maybe many folks give them credit for and very innovative mm-hmm. and trying different things. And they will pilot, you know, different um you know, programs even in their vineyards, they'll yeah. take a block and try something if it doesn't work, which is really hard, right? You get one harvest a year. Mm-hmm. And, right. And so if you're going to plant, yeah, if you're going to plant a new vineyard, it's three, four years before it comes yeah. online. So, you know, it's just like our winemakers. I, I had this debate once with um, some folks from Food and Wine magazine, like, is it harder to be a chef or a winemaker? And, you know, when you mess up and, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, the chefs have it so hard. The person's there and they're eating your food and they're looking at, you know, it's like, are you kidding? Like, you ruin the eggs. You go back in the kitchen, you make yeah, new eggs. eggs. Right. <laughs> the winemaker opens up that bottle and it was like, smells the cork. I was like, hey, cork, yes or no? Good. Okay. Then it's like, you pour the wine, you smell the wine. Is that good? Yes or no? And then you try it and you're like, okay, now do I like it? And you're analyzing every component. And then like the next day, it tastes completely different or the next bottle is, could, could potentially be different. I'm like, it's way harder. So I think there's just that, you know, that time idea of getting one chance every year at right. it. Yeah. You know, to be an expert, you're out at 50 years and you've only made 50 different vintages or grown 50 different vintages from the farmer. So it's, well, that's, that's a really a, good point. That was just a perfect point right there. <laughs> 50 years and you've only got 50 
vintages. That's 50 right. products, yeah, right? 50, 50 products. 50 chances yeah. of, of, to learn and pivot yeah. and take what you learn. And then especially as a farmer, and this holds into what the winemakers have to do, right? So you, just when you think you figured it all out, the mother nature gives you oh, yes. a curveball and you're like, oh, yeah. last year I dealt with drought and this year it's rain for, you know, six weeks straight. And so how do I navigate that? So I, I feel like our, our farmers are are always very reactive. They're very responsive. Mm -hmm. So things like sustainability in this climate program give them a chance to really be forward thinking mm -hmm. and say, how do we, you know, regardless of what happens with Mother Nature, what are those practices that I can use and respond right. with? Our winemaker breakfast a couple of times a year and, and people ask about different vintages. And I mean, winemakers can remember oh. exactly, like in 2007, we had that May rain. You think, yes. oh my God, like you remember it rained in May in 2007, right. but they remember it's every detail every... about every year. I know, and I'm great because I remembering what happened, you know, yesterday. Yeah, I right? know. So, so <laughs> like, you know, we get asked a lot in our roles, right, to sort of comment on the harvest and what's going on with the current vintage. And I'm like, well, it rained in January, but, you know, not in February. So this is, was the impact as we went through, you know, bud break. And then it's like a year later, like, well, how does that compare to last year? I'm like, oh, shoot. To uh, last year. I know, last year. And I'm like, but the farmers and the winemakers, oh. it is just like, I mean, our farmers are like, well, just back rolls in, off. yeah, 1992 was the most similar harvest to this year. And you're right. like, what? How, right. how do you know that? And then most vintages aren't released for several oh, years, yeah. so it makes it even more confusing. <laughs> so tasting the impact in the bottle yeah. is, is really interesting. I know we have there's one farmer in the Russian River Valley who I just when we started our sustainability commitment, he was like, well, "What are you, you know, what are you asking me to do?" And he was kind of a little grumpy. Love him, but he's a little grumpy. <laughs> um, maybe just a typical farmer. Yeah. Period. But uh, and he was like, "Well." I could show you these journals I've had ever since the vineyard was planted, you know, 50 years ago. And every day I document the temperature, oh, yeah. the rainfall, mm -hmm. what I did in the vineyard. I was like, are you kidding? I'm like, that's the most that's you know, amazing, amazing record-keeping. Yes. Record like, in what other business do you right. do that and, you know, have that kind of access that's to that farming. history? And yeah. that's the farming. It's, mm -hmm. you know, like the, the farmer's almanac, right? It's kind of like that whole backwards journey, forwards journey. And so it's... Yeah. Pretty incredible men and women out there working our land and making sure it lasts for another generation. Well, and they care so much. That's where they live. That's where they raise their family. That you know, like it is yes. generational. So it often is. here in Sonoma County, so it is so important to them. They do the best they can possibly do for their community, for their farm, for their employees. Yes. And the grapes are an expression of them. I mean, imagine mm -hmm. if. All year you worked on one thing and you dropped it off this right. bin of grapes and said, right. here's what I did this year. Right. I mean, right? We we get a chance to screw up or gonna... do well every day, right, yeah. in our roles. And so it's, I'm always know, hoping for a better day. Yeah. It's like, what can I do? Tomorrow yeah. will be better. Right. Exactly. So thank goodness we get to drink a lot of wine in Goals. our jobs, right? Yes. So that's, that's yes, there's that always helps. that. Sip in that bottle. That helps a lot. Get us through We get to that. drink a lot of history. Yeah. A lot of, I like that. We get to drink history. Yes. And, and talk about the future. So... No, but our program's exciting. Our growers have been free. I was so amazed because we thought, you know, we might be kind of pulling, you know, yeah, making I, phone I, I calls. I think you'd get five or ten maybe with a lot calls. of work. Yeah. We've actually had to – we were hoping for just – well, we really needed like 10 to 12 to kind of feel like we had a right. good representation. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we're at, I think, 17 or 18 now, and the phone kind of keeps ringing. We're actually like, well, we don't really have additional funding for this first right. round. Let's see if we can find more dollars mm -hmm. then we can help um, expand it. And it just – Folks reached out like unsolicited and mm. just, oh, we hear you're doing this well, it's thing. It's so interesting. Which, and which it's just so cool. really the next step for the after yeah. sustainability that you've reached. I mean, it's definitely the logical next step. It, yeah, it seems that way. But you never know. Far getting farmers to change isn't always right. easy. So I was really, really proud that they wanted to jump in and learn and and really make a difference mm -hmm. and, and understand what, what they're doing with that, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and so often the downside is just the amount of paperwork. You know, it's like the, oh, the, yeah. they might be interested, but they yes. have to look at, you know, how how can we really manage this? We want to be paperwork neutral. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That is so <laughs> true. Like, yes. That's what I want. Is super exciting stuff. I'm I'm excited to share that with our listeners. I think that they'll be loving hearing about that. Yeah, and we'll have to just kind of keep you posted on the progress. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. I said, when we start to actually get some of that data that gets kind of meaty, and we can start to tell that can you know the wine lover out there the impact we're doing, right. and you know how we're sequestering more carbon and lowering our emissions. Like I think that'll be a really and, fun story. And to how tell. that story relates to yes. me, the wine drinker. I mean, imagine if you're sitting in New York City or Chicago. Surrounded by tall buildings and pavement, (laughs) and then to think that there's this, you know, farmer with 10 acres of land way out in little northern California doing something that really is helping make a difference. And then when you support those farmers by buying Sonoma County wine and by Mm -hmm. buying local products and supporting them, that you're actually getting to help make a difference and kind of do good for the world as well. Mm -hmm. So, Carissa, she can paint a picture. Do you like that? I mean, the moral of the story is, and we're on track. So you should already be drinking more Sonoma County wine. That's that's what I do. And my husband comes in, he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm I'm making the world a better place. I'm (laughs) drinking wine. It's like the world's a better place when I've had a little bit of wine for sure. Sit down and help me make the world a better place. You know, it's like that, yeah, you know, Coca-Cola did that years ago, right? Bringing the world together. Oh, that's I think, right. <laughs> I think that's what we're doing here in Sonoma County with our wine. It's like, you know, we have this opportunity to bring the world together. So let's do it. <laughs> Yowza, I love right? it. <laughs> What's not to love about that? Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. Anything else? I didn't bring any books or items because I just wanted to really, you know, focus on Carissa and care about, you know, I try, I wanted to bring something, try to make the books kind of match up relevant to, and I didn't really have anything that okay. wasn't, you know, so far afield, you would look at me funny. <laughs> I should have brought my, my climate binder because that would have been really exciting that for everyone. Fun. You know, the that. little checklist of practices and history. We could have just kind of maybe gone, you know, a whole episode one by one. Page by page. Yeah, yeah. page by page. Just really exciting. I mean, I'm, well, my folks out there might actually drink a little more with that one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's not super exciting, though, probably either for those non-farmers out there. Okay, I think uh, maybe that's kind of a wrap. Except Actually, I do have an item that would be perfect for this, but I didn't bring it. <laughs> Well, do tell. I yeah. actually gave it to you, but it's a surprise. I left it in your car, so I don't know. Should oh. I? Oh, that's. Should I surprise? The plot thickens. I'm gonna I like. tell. I'm okay, gonna do tell. it. I, yes, so I want to be. It's a very cool thing. I I was in a. Um, oh God. <laughs> was shopping, and um, I know Beth had recently had a new grandchild, yes. her first that's grandchild, right. and so I thought I want to get something for her that's like uh, not too expensive. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just something that's like, you know, new and growth. So I was in the store and I found, found New these. and what? It's new and about growth. It's oh, okay. new oh. and not gross. I know. It's like new and gross. She was well, like, thanks. baby, <laughs> what? didn't say that. New and growth. Okay. But just about, you know, posterity. Yeah. Okay. The future. So I saw these things and they look like lollipops, uh-huh. but they're not lollipops. <laughs> They are seed pods on a stick, and you put them in the ground, Uh and some of them are for um, different flowers. The one I got you is to attract hummingbirds. Oh, good. And and you literally put it in the ground. It's all um, biodegradable, but it, it literally blooms. 
That's amazing. From the little stick. <laughs> and it, they're called seed pops. And you put them huh. in the ground <laughs> and it grows. And so it's all very, uh, you know, it's nothing you're going to throw away. I'm not, right. you know, like when you want to yeah. give someone a gift, you want to give something useful. That and has some longevity. Yeah, some longevity, not just one more little thing. What are they going to do with yeah, it? Yeah, I don't need any more things. But I love my garden, and I love – I you've been there. I have I lots know. of hummingbirds. Yeah, oh, so I awesome. saw this, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is kind of – this is super cute. This and is kind of DJ It was Becky just book. kind of like yeah. – and then you could look at it and think about, you know, the new the new growth, the new yeah. baby. All that stuff. So you can do a little growth picture, you know, baby, <laughs> baby versus plant. plant. I, I should have brought it, but I, it was really a gift for you. So maybe when we do our photos, we'll go grab it yeah, we'll and show. Grab it. So sorry to ruin the surprise, but it did tie fun. in nicely. I know. I like it. And then it lets cute. everyone, that's an easy way to be a farmer at home. A- exactly. Yes. And it's kind of a nice Look gift at that. because it just, uh, yeah, there's no waste. And, and so it's, you too can sequester a little carbon. Exactly. With your seed pop. Congratulations on your new carbon <laughs> footprint. <laughs> Beth, you just lowered your carbon footprint. I, I feel so much better. Okay. Uh, so there's my item, even though I didn't know we were going to have it. I like it. Okay, so we'll put that that's, in the photo. And that's we'll, a great we'll item. Put the I always can the, connect the dots. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was a stretch. We connected them. Okay. Yeah, that brought, yeah. What little present can you have for climbing our item? It's hard to hard to figure that out. Climate yeah. is a complicated topic. Okay, so I think that's it. I do want to ask our listeners to share our link to our podcast. We really want to get more people listening. And the best way to do that is if you listen and you enjoy the podcast, share the link with your friends. And I know that there are listeners that enjoy the podcast because they write to me. You can can just email me, Beth at WineRoad.com, and tell me what episodes you like, if there's someone in particular you'd like to have us on the show. Plant a seed in your friends to listen oh, there to we are. the We're podcast. Back to our farming. <laughs> we did oh it. God. We did it. <laughs> She'll be taking right, her on the road. <laughs> please don't hit me. <laughs> and then the last thing I'd mention is that we're always trying to add things onto the website, wineroad.com, the big website. Um, and we've just added a shopping cart. And so a lot of people have been asking about if they could ever buy posters from prior events or cookbooks from our prior events or whatever little goodies Those we have. posters are gorgeous. Yeah, so, uh, oh, that's fun. So, Shopping cart is finally done. Thank you, God. So you can have a little bit of Sonoma <laughs> County in your home. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Nice. So I think that's it. So, Chris, it was awesome. I feel like I learned a lot more when you presented it all at the um, annual meeting. It's one of those, like any one of those moments where someone explains something to you and you think, oh, my God, that's so clear. I totally understand it. And then I walked out to the car and I thought, well, you know, maybe I don't really understand <laughs> Maybe I need to hear that a few more times. It took me a few times to kind of process it as well. But no, really excited to be a part of it and excited to partner with the California Land Stewardship Institute, wonderful organization and very forward thinking. It's excellent. It's totally awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. So I think that's it. All right. Well, thank Thank you, you. Carissa. Thank you, Beth. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you all out on our sustainable wine road. I love it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Bye.